Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. You are right, the Sample Show. Andrew Hayes in with you with Miles Fitzner. Good to have your company this afternoon. Time now to speak to a man who is absolutely on fire. The Eagles back on track inside the five and charging towards finals football. Dan Menzel kicks seven on the weekend and he joins us. <laughs> Men's, hello to you. Jeez, you're playing some good football at the moment, it must be said. You are modest though, so you won't talk it up. Uh, Hayes, it's good to join you and Miles again on um, the Sample Show. Um, look, yeah, I'd it's nice to hit the scoreboard, um, but yes, for us, more importantly, to actually get the win. We haven't been playing great footy, so um, it keeps us in the hunt for that top five and that top three spot. Big, don't try and brush it off, men's to, to the team thing. Let's just talk about you just for a second. Um, how's the body feeling? Like, is this the best that it's felt for a while? Because um, you look as fit as you ever have, maybe. Yeah. It is the best I've felt for a while. Um, I did a whole pre-season, um, which I haven't really done a lot of in my career. And then, unfortunately, I got bone bruised in the last trial game. And so, it meant I didn't train for the first five or six weeks um, of the season. And I sort of battled to get up each week. And, and that's just gotten better as the season's gone on. And probably the last month, I've actually trained the last month and, and just felt as good as I have. So, it's, it's nice. Um, to get through this winter period and feel good going into the back end and then obviously finals, hopefully for us. You're deflecting again. Uh, Rumour has it from a few of the players that uh, after you'd kicked a couple, you just said clear the 50 out and just kick it to men's train. Is that correct? <laughs> uh, I think it was Ken that trained. Um, <laughs> um, no, nah, I, uh, I did move a few of the boys up the field, but no, it's... Um, it was when it, when it's working, Magic Man. Then you um, then you run with it, you know. And so it was. Um, it was the boys were good in in the midfield on the weekend. We we're getting some good use up there, and um, it was nice to have eleven shots on goal and and obviously convert some as well. There were missed opportunity at ten. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But the, more importantly, the Ken Farmer we were talking about, Abe Davis, maybe uh, getting close, but it has blown out. You're on forty six. Abe Davis on 32. You've really only got to just sort of sneak a couple a week and you're probably home here now, men's. Um, yeah, it's, it's um, as a forward, like, and as a, I kicked 44 last year. And so um, going into the season, you're like, yeah, it'd be nice to, to win the goal kicking this year. It's, it's not um, the major goal. The major goal is the premiership, but that's something that you certainly have in the back of your mind if you play well and good enough footy. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's nice that um, I guess I'm on top of that and we'll continue along. But we've got some, yeah, really good matchups over the next few weeks that, um, to be honest, if we lose them, it doesn't really matter where I'm sitting on the goal kicking because we won't play finals. 
Yeah, look, of course. And uh, as you would probably say as well, men's, you can only do what you can do with the help of teammates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, <laughs> um, no, nah, we, uh, we, I reckon we can move forward to Glenelg this weekend, can't we? Right, yeah. well, let, well, well, let's go to Glenelg. Who, uh, who do you, would you like to come and stand next to you uh, at down... Um, at the bay, who would you like to come and stand next to you and be like, "Geez, I'm in for a day here." Do you, and do you look forward to the big matchups, uh, men's? Like, do you, do you want to play on the best defender? And I suppose uh, in a bit of a statement piece. Yeah, I think um, two part question. One, I'd love Jordan Murdoch to come down there. Um, I'll play with him at Geelong. He would uh, talk his chances up, but he would have no chance. So um, <laughs> here he is. Yes. We got him. That'd be, <laughs> he'd be a good one. But um, no, nah, I think. Um, They've obviously lost Erden in the mid-season draft. So I'll either get Max Proudy's but I'm in the past, or Toby Pink, who I actually played with at Sydney. And um, yeah, I'll probably do. I'd, the bigger games, um, I always when I was at AFL level, the Friday night footy were the one for me that I, I really love playing in. And um, the, the bigger games are the ones that I really uh, get myself up for and, and look forward to. And I, I think I've actually played my better footy against the best teams this year, to be honest. Um, so. It is something that, um, yeah, I don't shy away from. Huge game. This, in context of the ladder, I mean, Glenelg's coming off a, a loss as well. The top three sides have all just dropped one. But this sort of puts you back up in that Glenelg range, as in with you, with nine wins um, and the five losses, if you can knock these guys off. And maybe just gives you a little bit of breathing room above Sturt and South Adelaide. Yeah, I think... Exactly right. If we win this week, we're still at least two games ahead of um, South Adelaide. And um, a lot of the teams play each other as well. So particularly over the next three weeks. So if you can get away with two two out of three or even three out of three, then it's going to put you in a really strong position and, and probably catapult us into the top three as well. So um, it is a massive game. We, we beat Glenelg this week and we jump ahead of them. If we obviously lose to them, then they got a two-game gap on us. So... Um, things will definitely change over the next two to three weeks. It's hard to get a bit of a read on the competition sometimes. I feel like maybe Glenelg are a better side than they have been over the last couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, a team like Norwood um, puts everyone on notice with a big win over the Roosters. Yeah, it is. It's um, Injuries definitely play a part as well. And I think that's something that um, you probably don't get the same coverage. You obviously don't get the same coverage as AFL, so you probably don't realise what guys are missing at different teams, and it definitely is, has impacted us in particular. Um, but I think with Glenelg, they, they've gone through a little period where they've had a couple of injuries. They lost Brett Turner, they lost Sam Dirt, and so they're trying to figure that out and how do they replace these guys. And so it's no surprise to me that um, it hasn't been fixed straight away. That they have some absolute guns that are probably not um, able to be replaced. So. That's not a surprise to me that they've battled a little bit. Um, probably by the amount of margins that they've lost by it has been a surprise. But, um, yeah, Norwood's the informed team in the comp at the moment. Um, they're playing some great footy. Um, and, yeah, they get a pretty good run as well. Is that uh, – I was just about to ask you on the Red Legs. It, it sort of looks like they've put every team on notice um, from probably even a system base. They sort of – they almost look like anywhere, anytime, any ground sort of team at the moment, Norwood. Yeah, they do. They um, tweak Jade Rawlings. has got them playing a really good system, um, really contested brand, but also they use the ball well inside 50. They've got a lot of avenues to goal. So um, I feel like, particularly with the parade as well, they play a good contested game. The winter-style footy definitely suits them. 
But in saying that, they have added that um, goal-kicking um, class up forward to their game that shows that they can stack up come final time as well. Vince, can we ask about your, your brother, Troy? I, I love the way that Troy goes, goes about it. He's got that genuine X factor, um, and I've been following him for a few years now. Um, hearing some some potentially ordinary news in regards to a, a re-aggravated knee injury? Yeah, look, it's a disappointing one from the weekend. He, he back in round two against Norwood, partially ruptured his ACL. Uh, it was his last ACL, which is... He's had for about 10 years in there, and so it sort of just hung on, and he did the rehab just to strengthen it back up, and he's been playing, I guess, the last month of footy, and he's probably done the same thing. So it might be a full rupture this time. Um, so he's going to meet with doctors and surgeons and work out the best plan forward. So um, really disappointing one. It's, it's one where we probably won't see him again this year, and, and then the question is, I guess, the time frame, and hopefully it's... It's not uh, longer than your traditional ACL reconstruction, but not sure at the same time. So we've still got to work out exactly where that's at. Mate, I want to touch on the AFL a little bit, and I like uh, getting your thoughts. The Cattery, uh, they look like they're starting to impress um, the Cats a bit more and really put their stamp on the competition. Do you do you sit back and, and still talk to a few and, and watch a, a lot of the Cats games? Yeah, I try and um, catch them when they are playing. And um, and then, obviously, you do still have your, your mates that are still at the club, um, although your list has turned over a lot. Um, but you still talk to. And I think with Geelong, probably the one that's impressing me at the moment is um, their form across the park at the moment because Scotty always has them going through a higher volume training phase this time of year. We've, they've always done it. We've, they did it when I was there every single year and have continued since I heard him say it a few weeks ago and talked to a couple of boys that said that was the case. So this time of year is usually when they maybe have a little lull on their form because it is heavy training weeks to get themselves in a good position come finals time. But they have, um, they've, yeah, they've negated that really well and they're playing some great footy. So I think they might have just tweaked a couple of things that hasn't worked for them in the last few years come finals time. So they're in as good a position as anyone. Um, I still like Melbourne, to be honest, at the MCG. I, I feel like their midfield is as good as anyone's midfield. Um, and and when they can play a forward-half footy, they've got Stephen May, they've got the defenders that stack up as well as anyone. So they're still probably, if I had to pick one, I'd still go Melbourne, but Geelong is, is getting very close. Yeah, Cats got a beautiful run to the finals as well. So if they do really hit their fitness straps around final time. That's uh, pretty dangerous for Just everyone else up against one. them. Um, one. That tactic as well, men's, of uh, what, uh, would, it, would you call it conditioning or just heavier training load heading into the finals? Um, uh, I mean, how effective do you, do you think it is? Is it something that a lot of clubs do? And for example, I mean, you're not going to give us too much away, but is that something that Jade Sheedy does? Um, it's one of them that it, it depends on where the list is at in terms of age demographic. Because if you had a young, for example, if you had a North Melbourne type list, um, you wouldn't be able to do it because you'd have too many guys break down. So that's that's one important component. Um, but the other one is it depends on also, obviously, how you're going on the field, but also how your injury list is at the current time. So if you've got a lot of guys injured, you can't be doing this because it means that other guys are going to overtrain and play extra minutes in games. So if you've got a healthy list, it's something that um, that you can build into the group. And Sheets probably hasn't brought it in at the Eagles, but we do um, look at pre-final certainly sharpening up things, and that's something that then you taper off come finals time. And 
I think um, it's just that attention to the detail as well, making sure you're ticking every box, and, and that's what obviously Geelong does through their, their conditioning staff. Men's, you're doing some great work uh, with Cotton and uh, and the quiz and whatnot, and Men's Bunker um, as well. A lot of digital content coming out your end. But what I do want from you is I want an opinion on who you think is going to win the McGarry. I, I, I think this McGarry season is going to be really, really interesting. I, I'm thinking low low voting, and I'm thinking of sort of like two, three-way tie. How are you seeing it? I think you're definitely going to mention Riley Knight. What's that? A two or three way tie. Yeah, I thought. Well, that's. I'm sort of. If I could get a market on it, I'd nearly go. I, gonna, I think we're going to create history. Three way tie. Wow, it's huge. Um, yeah, it's a it's a really interesting one. I think that um, that one of the interesting ones for mine is if Matt Crouch plays the rest of the year in the AFL, which he obviously played on the weekend. If if he played the remainder of the season in the sample, I could easily see him picking up three nearly every game and winning it. But. Um, I think I think Riley Knight has had the most consistent season, and so I'll go with him. I think he'll be leading at the moment, and I think he'll have some big games to finish the year. And so he he will be my pick. But I think Aaron Young's going to pick up a lot of votes as well, um, and be up there and be strong. But the issue with North is they've got Cam McCoon, they've got Harrison Wee, they've got Aaron Young, even Mitch Harvey in the right. They're going to take and Andrew Moore on the weekend. They're going to take votes off each other. So. I feel like that hopefully might pave a way for Riley Knight to be able to uh, win his first McGarry. Yep. You might have got the three over him on the weekend, though, to seven goals four, the big <laughs> men's train storming out of the goal square. Get out of my way. And, and how many goals, men's, does it take to get best on ground? <laughs> uh, well, I didn't get it on the weekend, so nah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good question, actually. I, I might, I'm hoping he doesn't um, lose by one, Riley, if I do poach the three off him this round. But I guess we'll find out. Maybe he might have still got the three. So, um, yeah, look, it's, McGarry's not one for forwards or backs, but that's okay. Anyway, well, yeah, last time a forward won the McGarry in the Sanford, when? Jeez, Hodges? Hodges, win one? Scotty we'll Hodges. get that on the quiz. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's a good quiz question. Oh, very good, good stuff. You, men. Hey, men, uh, very good stuff, mate. Uh, good luck this weekend. Uh, congratulations, personally, on your form. It's been outstanding. Uh, good to see the Eagles win as well. No, it was. It's, it's good to bounce back in a massive game for us this weekend. So thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Very good stuff. Dan Menzel joining us this, uh, this afternoon Men's on the Sample train. Show. Uh, he is absolutely on fire. And you're right. It's probably one or two goals per game for the rest of the season. He's still wrapped up the Ken Farmer medal. If Great form. If your side kicks 13 and you kick seven, you can't, I think you, you, I think you get the three. I don't, I've got a feeling that even in the club awards, he didn't get best player. What have you got to do as a forward? But if ten, you go and kick, you kick seven. Ten to get three votes. If you go and kick seven, fair income, you, like you win. That's tough. All right, we're going to speak to uh, Matt Doldig from the Sample next. Stick around. This is the Sample Show. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.